0: And we are live on the June twentieth installment of the Necessary Roughness podcast, presented by Bite Sports. It is your usual co-host Nick Winograd here with new co-host Zachary Marcus Keebler. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show, my man. Thank you for so, having me. Yes, sir. So what we're gonna do is we have a little run of show. My boy uh, Zach Keebler's been in the chat last couple of weeks chirping at us chirping at johnny chirping at his vikings and we have a run of show we're going to talk a lot about you know keeb and and the giants and 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 whatever is going to go on this 2023 24 season so uh keeb i'm excited to have you here we're gonna go about an hour hour 25 and just johnny couldn't be with us so we got you um next best thing um so was really really hoping to see johnny on here yeah i know i know it's okay we're gonna miss him so What we're going to do is the first thing I'm going to get into is Joy Taylor, who um, used to be the co-host with Colin Coward, who's now doing some other things. She just made a questionable uh, quote on her show. I'm going to share my screen and just let and show everybody what she said. So she said, Saquon Barkley is the only reason the Giants have been relevant with nobody takes Daniel Jones serious without Saquon. Zachary Marcus Keebler. How do we feel about that? I think that was kind of crazy.
1: Um, I mean, Saquon hasn't been, like, absolutely productive. I think last year he had about 15 passing touchdowns, being more of, like, a game um, manager-type role, but started to, like, really pick it up toward the end of the season. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that we win that playoff game if it wasn't for Daniel Jones. He was making spectacular passes – just being able to hit anyone in stride, not really making any mistakes um, and everything like that, but a lot of the attention is on Saquon given how much production that he gives within the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no Giants without Saquon, but there's also no Giants without Daniel Jones because yeah. say you put another quarterback in there. I think we went, what, 10-7 and seven last year, something like that. Um, Either that or that, yeah. You put, I don't know, Marcus Mariota in there, and you're maybe winning six, seven games. So I think Daniel Jones has the ability to elevate his teammates, and I think that he is a main reason the Giants are relevant. But I see where she's coming from, like I said, with the amount of production that Saquon gives you in the offense. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially to say on show that, like, he literally just got the bag from the Giants, too, and now we're saying that he was he's not even a relevant player, so – yeah,
1: um, I mean, I think any quarterback in the current market is going to get a bag. He got one a little higher than most guys
0: would, uh, but yeah. yeah. But he's still being – he's literally being paid just a little less than than Josh Allen. So, obviously, the Giants and Brian Dable really value him highly. Joy Taylor does not, but whatever. I'm pretty sure – isn't she a Giant? No, she's a, she's a Dolphins fan, but whatever. <laughs> um, so, the next thing we're going to go into is Saquon Barkley potentially holding out. There's no contract on the table yet, and without the new contract, he could potentially he's, – he's hes potentially going to hold out. So I don't actually – uh, uh, in my opinion, I don't see it happening. But, Keeve, if you were the GM of the New York Giants and it wasn't Dave Yelman and Brian Dable at the helm, what would you do about this situation?
1: So I saw a quote from Saquon. Uh, it's not verbatim, but it was along the lines of, like, I'm not going to ask for a huge contract. I'm just I just want to be paid what I think I'm worth. Essentially, with everything that he's been through, um, which I think was in the range of 15 to 18 million a year, which is kind of crazy for a running back. Um, but again, if I were the GM, I would give him the money that he wants. Cuz it's like <sighs> You can't run a lot of these pass options or anything like that unless you have a running back of Saquon's magnitude. He's obviously I'm biased, but he's the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. So I think that the best running back in the league should be paid the highest for a running back in the league. It comes down yeah. to that. Um, but if, yeah, if I were the GM, I'm giving him probably 16, 17 million a year over. I don't know. I don't know the average like year. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know like the average contract year amount, but I would give him like sixteen mil a year for like four or five years, because mm-hmm. he he showed coming I mean, off the ACL tear that he's still going to be productive as long as he has an O line. We upgrade the O line a little bit in the draft um, as well, I believe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that he should be getting paid anywhere from fifteen to eighteen.
0: So you're saying that if you were the GM, you would say, you'd "Say Sa- Saquon, get in my office. We're paying you the money, and we need you." Yeah. Because obviously, as Joy Taylor said, there's no Giants without without there's no relevancy in New York um, without without Saquon. So I guess it's very important to pay him, especially with these guys. They'd be holding out. Um, you know, I mean, running backs. It feels like two to. Th- four years you're amazing and then all of a sudden you're either done or like we saw with Lynch, we saw it with um Fournette. Now, Fournette sudden, Fournette's
1: he, coming up a little bit now, but still yeah. he had that little stint where he was really good and then he wasn't good and then he went to Tampa Bay and he was fine.
0: Yeah, he's okay now. Uh um, he's playoff Lenny he's better in the playoffs than he is in the regular season. But um you know we saw it again with um with Dalvin Cook. All of a sudden now the Vikings don't even want him, even though he's like an all pro and Maybe they don't see what, what what they need to be seeing in him. So I agree. I think Saquon should be getting paid. Um, I think he's only 26. He could probably run at this you know, at this magnitude for the next, like, four to five years. So I'd say you pay him for four to five years, then let him walk and, and hopefully get a Super Bowl out of him. But, you know, after, if yeah. you're going to draft the guy number two overall and not pay him money – that just I,
1: I think part of it is that they're realizing that they overpaid for Daniel Jones a little bit so they're trying to have some flexibility of paying saquon so they don't have to pay so much but at the same time like you can't do that like you messed up with one contract you still have to give someone what he's worth
0: yeah and I guess in a way they didn't realize that when they were paying Daniel because he's a quarterback you know they're being so they're just ridiculously highly you know it, it people make it seem like quarterbacks run the league, which in a way they do. But at the same time, if you don't have a top five, top ten guy, which I don't think Daniel Jones is personally, you don't pay him top five, top ten money. And now they have a top two, top three running back. And they top can't one. pay him that. They, top one. because they, they can't pay him that because they paid Jones that, all, all, all that money last off season. So what are you going to do? Um, I, I I do agree. you got to make your star player happy. He is the best player.
1: I think, I think Daniel Jones being overpaid is, like, what the market's going. But, like, the, the direction the league is in, like, running backs are becoming, like, not as essential because you have guys like Debo Samuel who can be a running back receiver. So you, put, you invest your money into them because they can last a little longer. So the running back is kind of being, like, neutralized now. But then again, you still need someone who's going to run up the gut – on the goal line, like, in big moments and things yeah. like that. And, you like, you need to have a solid running back. You need to have a what? guy that can break out. You need to have a guy who can see, like, the A-hole, the B-hole and go through those, um, things like that. And Saquon well, does that very as well. As a Giants
0: fan, Keeb, um, you know, from the outside pers- uh, outsider's perspective looking in, like, what do you feel about the other running backs the Giants have kind of, like, surrounded Saquon with? You know, you always talk about a quarterback and what you surround – a quarterback with wide receiver running back. But, like, Saquon can't carry the entire load because, obviously, we've already seen him get hurt a multitude of times in his short career. Um, who are, like, the guys behind him, and do you feel comfortable with those guys Um well? What's
1: his name? Matt Breda, I really like. Yeah. Um, He's been very good. He, We kind of have, like, a Zeke-Tony Pollard situation where it's, like, Zeke is, like, the main guy, but then you have Tony Pollard who can come in and then get you a touchdown like on the goal line to save some hits for Saquon. Um things like that. So I really like Matt Breda. Uh we just drafted another running back in case things do go south with Saquon's negotiations. Yeah, Eric Gray,
0: right? Eric Gray.
1: I think so. He's not like highly touted, but like he's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not the first round pick that Saquon was or Saquon was Yeah, he was
0: the what second overall.
1: Second. second overall, yeah. So You never see that, so, Um, yeah, Yeah. I like Matt Breda. I like the running back pickup, but obviously I want the best running back in the league to come back. I don't want him to walk to, let's say, not the Eagles. They just got DeAndre Swift, but I don't want, like, the Cowboys picking him up and then him going for 800 yards a game on us or anything like that. it's just – I like the supporting cast. I think it's very good. I think we just need an O-line upgrade more.
0: I, I, yeah, I really like Evan Neal, but outside of that, I feel like it's kind of just stagnant. Evan Neal has a lot know.
1: of potential. He didn't do great for us in that playoff game against the Eagles. Like He was just getting eaten up every mm-hmm. play. But it just comes with an experience, and he'll figure that out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think he's highly talented out of college. He's There's been so many Giants guys that have been you know selected that are offensive linemen, you got a defensive lineman, but I feel like this is kind of a new age, getting the all-pro Dexter Lawrence, and you have – you know Evan Neal. I feel like these guys are like these big bodies are finally coming for the Giants to play right yeah. well, So it's cool nice to see it. Speaking of rookies coming in, um, we're talking Jalen Hyatt. I mean, he's been really, really um, highly regarded and valued by the Giants fans, and you know, in, inside the building as well. Here in little rookie mini camp, mini camp for everybody, mandatory. Um, so, what's your initial feeling on Jalen? And do you think that he could be a potential number one option for Daniel Jones this season?
1: I don't I don't think at the beginning, I think he's going to need a few games to settle in as like a second or third option, but mm-hmm. he definitely has the potential to be a number one option. Um, he has a 4-4, 40-yard, so he can burn guys over the top, uh, over the middle if he gets like a good slant route. Uh, he's really good at pass block or run blocking too, mm-hmm. um, which is great if we get Saquon back because that's good. He just has like – he has a few things to sort of refine. They're not really major, but if he yeah. gets those and everything, then I think that he has the potential to be an amazing wide receiver. I think, arguably, the best in the class.
0: Maybe not. Who who who'd the Ravens get? The Ravens got um, Zay Flowers, or was that the Chargers? No, it, it was Zay Flowers. Um
1: yeah. I think he'll be the best wide receiver in the class. I don't think that'll be particularly close. Mm-hmm. But wow. I think, I think Hyatt can definitely be like the second best receiver in that class for sure. Um, at the combine, he had the highest next gen score for any wide receiver. Uh, he has a 40 inch vertical and he runs a four, four, like I said. So I think having someone who you can go to with on the deep ball like that, especially on like weak defensive secondaries is going to be like very crucial. Absolutely. Um but he's also a great route runner. So uh, we'll see how Dable like, does with that. But we also just got Darren Waller, who's going to take touches away. You have Saquon, obviously, if he comes back, um, who will take touches away. But I think he'll be able to step up in big moments for sure.
0: Yeah, I really like that pick too because the Giants needed to get a receiver, and you kept Absolutely. on seeing guys go up the, off the board, and I was like, "Shit!" Like they keep on losing out on this guy. They, like <laughs> I really saw Jay Flowers potentially go in there. Finally, they get their guy with um, with Hyatt. So I was definitely happy to see that they were able to get their guy. Um, so
1: yeah, and we didn't that. really make we haven't really made any receiver moves. Um, in the off season, we got Paris Campbell, who I'm sorry, mm-hmm. he's not a number one option by any stretch of imagination. Uh-huh. Um, maybe not even a second option. I think he's a good number three option. Yep. Um, we still have Isaiah Hodgins who did amazing in that game against the Vikings, uh, putting up mm-hmm. over 100 yards um, and a one or two touchdowns. I want to say one. Um,
0: in that one game? Yeah. Yeah. I don't and remember. Then, he, was really um, good. He, was, he was a former Bill, so, and then he comes in. Um, he had, like, so he had 351 yards, and that was in, like, 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 a couple games. And he had four touchdowns. I think it was, like, two in the in the playoff game against Johnny's Vikings. Sorry about it. Um, but, yeah, Hodgins should be the number one option, but I think if Jalen Hyatt d- decides to just be a stud, like he should yeah. be, then he could definitely take that because it's definitely up for, up for grabs. I think we
1: definitely have one of the most interesting wide receiver rooms in the league. Um, let me – pull up real quick um Go ahead. I just want That's to fun. look at our depth chart real quick yeah, yeah. You got, we still have Darius Slayton obviously mm-hmm. who's Definitely. been able to I think he's coming off that injury but once he's back he's going to be a great option for Daniel Jones to get back uh yeah they have Hodgins listed as a wide receiver one Uh, Slayton at the two and Campbell at the three. Um, we have Wandale Robinson, who I think who's gonna be fantastic. Um, not anything like crazy, but I think that he'll be able to do his role very well. Uh, we have Sterling Shepard still. Um, we have Jamison Crowder, which I didn't even realize. Um, Yeah, I'm just gonna show.
0: I'm just gonna show this. Like basically, this is what it is. (laughs) You got Jalen, you got Paris, Jameson, Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard, Slayton, Wendell. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty formidable, especially if some of these guys can turn out to be what they're supposed to be. Um,
1: I think Jameson Crowder's a, a sneaky pickup pick for sure. Right
0: what's up?
1: I think Jameson Crowder's a sneaky pickup for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Bills – picked him up last year and he was supposed to be like a d like he was supposed to be the new emmanuel sanders and then he got i think he like tore his leg not even acl he just like broke his leg in the tennessee game week two and then he was done for the rest of the year um so i was really excited about he was great like he looked really nice like i was excited for josh um to really like connect with him all year and then he gets hurt he's done and now he's a giant so like i'm excited for daniel to potentially do the same thing that he did with Hodgins with crowder i mean obviously he's a little older but he still has that potential um be a guy veteran presence is always good for a young quarterback. So yeah, I liked that as well. Um so the next thing that we're gonna talk about is we're gonna go to um some some fandom questions, some some New York Giants, Zach Keeler fandom questions. I'm gonna ask you where was Keeler when the Giants won their two Super Bowls against the Patriots? So I'm gonna ask you about the first one. Uh, I got to ask you about your second experience winning the Super Bowl, which is an incredible feeling as a fan.
1: So I think the last time we won a Super Bowl was 2012 against Brady. Yeah, so it's already it's already been 11 years. I was 10 at the time, so um, I was in my living room with my parents because every year for the Super Bowl. Like, no matter who the teams are, we always get snacks. We get, like, pigs on a blanket, chips and dip, all that. Um, so I'm always in my living room for the Super Bowl with my parents, my sister, and my brother. Um, mm-hmm. I think that one, my other brother was there too. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was just a great feeling. Like, Eli Manning in the regular season is not a good quarterback, but just to see the way that he elevates his team in the playoffs is unreal
0: Yeah. Uh so and the defense really showed out as well in those in those years because just, just Justin Tuck play.
1: sacking Tom Brady which sacking Tom Brady is almost unheard of with how good he gets his offensive lines. Like mm-hmm. that's why he was able to play until he was 45. So being able yeah. to see like a memorable play like that um surrounded by the people I love like it just wasn't like it was a very good feeling.
0: Yeah. For sure and so yeah i mean like even like throughout the playoffs as well like going into lambo like cold has weather and beating brett Favre, and then i mean that was like one of his last games as a packer if not the last i think um so that was just an incredible that was that was two incredible runs for the giants um i remember a lot of players from those teams so um yeah eli as we say like not the greatest regular season quarterback, but he got them there, and it's just it's it's kind of like in baseball when you have like four hits but you have five runs. It's yeah. like you're capitalizing on the least, you know. Like you go nine and seven, and you just make it to the Super Bowl, and it's kind of like yeah, you don't get that many opportunities, but he made the most out of them, and that's that's something you can't take away from him. I, I gonna... miss
1: those. I miss those teams too, with like Victor Cruz. Uh, was JPP on? I think JPP was on the team at that time. Um,
0: I'm pretty maybe sure. a little later. I'm not sure. Um, I know, I know, like Victor
1: Cruz. Um, there's one receiver that I'm completely blanking on the name right now. Yeah,
0: JPP was a Super Bowl winner in the second one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was awesome for him as well. I mean, I think. And, that... and he won the, didn't he win the Super Bowl with with the Bucks when they beat the the, uh, the yeah. Chiefs? he's a two-time Super Bowl winner. That's pretty cool for him. Especially after he blew off his finger with a firecracker. That's true. That, that will always go down in Giants history. <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, so we're going to move on to um, the best moment. So I'm just going to talk about, like, the New York Giants and just, like, the best moment of being a Giants fan in your entire life. Just, like, the thing that you remember the most. And you were just like, I'm proud to be a fan of this team. Um,
1: definitely that second Super Bowl win. Um, for sure, because they were going against a very good Patriots team, obviously with Tom Brady. Um, but like I said, just to see the way that Eli Manning steps up in the big moments, it's just like incredible to watch. And it and Daniel Jones in that Vikings game reminded me exactly of how I felt watching Eli Manning against like yeah players. because again Daniel Jones not a great regular season quarterback. But just to see his like, what's the word confidence, to see his confidence yeah. just stepping up, making throw after throw, not even making any errors, um, which is really great to watch. So I would say 2012 was my favorite moment. Yeah. But um, that Vikings game, I had money on it. I had the Giants winning, so I also made a little bit of money off of it. Um. But just to see a new level of Daniel Jones going into a contract year was just, like, amazing to watch, and I, I was a huge fan of that, especially seeing the way that we locked down Justin Jefferson. Yeah, um, it was incredible. It. it was incredible.
0: Yeah, except yeah, was, we let, um fucking who was there? Sorry. It was Hawkinson. It was Hawkinson, right? You went off. Yeah, their tight end. Yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah, it – I don't even want to talk about that. But. It looks like we got some fan questions. So we got Big Ash's Big Day. Uh, what's your favorite Super Bowl food? And she says, at Keebler. What would you say? Um,
1: I, I always go with pigs in a blanket. Um, every time there's a big game for anything, I ask my
0: parents to get. Uh, Seems like she's agreeing with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with you. Um, That's my favorite one at- by far. I think that's just a staple. Yeah. My Maybe other I'm one gonna... would probably be
1: hint of lime Tostitos with French onion dip. Fantastic. Madison
0: says that she wants to ask, ask a question as well. So let's see what she's got for us. Um, we'll, we'll take some questions. Well, we're going to take some fan questions right now. We'll break in the action of the football questions <laughs> apparently. Um, and then we got a new segment that I have. What is she going to say? She just said, can you answer some of our questions? Madison says, ah, oh, all right, well. Um, way, I don't know how to respond to that exactly. I thought it might be really a little too political. To that right now, but that's okay. Um, oh, she's got a question. Number one, who is the hottest player? Number two, favorite Super Bowl food. We just talked about the Super Bowl food. Who is the hottest player? I would have to go with um, Joe Burrow. He's the hottest uh, player in the NFL. Who would you say?
1: I'm going to uh... – Invoke my Fifth Amendment right and, uh, not, answer, <laughs> <laughs> and not answer that question. Uh, but, yeah, my World. favorite Super Bowl foods. Top top three, number one, pigs in a blanket. Number two, chicken wings, for sure, like barbecue wings, the way my dad makes yeah, yeah. them. Uh, he gets, like, this Jack Daniels barbecue sauce. Um, and then number three, simple cheese and crackers.
0: Trevor Trevor Gut comes in right now. Trevor, what's up, man? How are you? Is pig in a blanket a big New York food? Um, I don't know. I I think it's more of a, just like a staple around. It, like, it, it's it's right? a big
1: me food for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a big you food. I mean, either way. Um, Ashley goes, yes, Trevor, we love them here. Yeah, for sure. Um, Trevor's from Kansas City, big Chiefs fan, so
1: big Chiefs guy. I think I remember him from last time that I was in here.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. But yeah, I think it is. I guess it isn't it's a big I, I remember one of my favorite moments was I had a pig of blanket and I went underneath an actual blanket. I think that was one of the first moments. <laughs> so I did that. That's that's my best experience with pigs and blanket. But yeah, I love having them for the uh, for the Super Bowl as well. <clears throat> so what we're gonna do now is after that little comment section sporadic thing, um, we're gonna go into a new segment that I'm going to call it this or that. So, Keeve, I'm going to go into a bunch of different topics, and it's literally just one or the other, and you're just going to go rapid fire. And then, and the then I'll explain it it's after. Present. What? And then I'll explain it after we get through them. You're going to explain it afterwards, after we do it quickly, and then we're going to go back to each one. Okay. And we're going to – yeah, we're going to do it that way. So, first one. Are you ready? Are you Are you ready, by the way? Because this is going right. to be quick.
1: I am so ready.
0: Very, so ready. Okay, pizza or pasta? P- pasta. Burgers or steak? Steak. If
1: Burrow it's if Mahomes. it's cooked if if it's cooked right.
0: Burrows or, Burrow, or Mahomes.
1: <sighs> Mahomes.
0: Brecky Hill or Livvy Dunn?
1: <laughs> Livy Dunn, for sure.
0: Pete Alonzo or Saquon Barkley?
1: Pete P- Alonso. Alonzo.
0: Madden, Madden or two K? Ah, uh, two K. Sure. Brandon Jacobs or Saquon Barkley? Saquon. Eli or Daniel Jones? Eli. Okay. Okay. I like it. That's all I had for you. Um, so let's go back. <laughs> so pizza or pasta, burgers or steak? You went with pasta. You went with steak? S-
1: steak if it's cooked properly. Yeah. If
0: it's cooked the right way. Okay. So... I guess you're just – I was surprised by the pasta. I, I think that you could have gone with pizza to ask what I would have done. I just had a – I'm, dinner, I'm but... a
1: huge pizza guy, but fettuccine, Alfredo, penne alla vodka. There's just so many different variations of pasta that you can make, uh, like pasta with ground beef, things like that. You can just make it so many different ways. Lasagna, ziti. just so many different ways to make good pasta that –
0: Yeah, but there's so many different – to debate you, there's so many different topics on on pizza. Trevor goes A-Rod or Jeter. So
1: Jeter because he doesn't take steroids.
0: Ashley goes Anthony Volpe or literally anyone. (laughs) Literally
1: anyone else.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right, so then I went into the –
1: I would rather take Stephen Hawking at shortstop. Okay. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, so then we went into Burrow or Mahomes. You said – Mahomes. You said Mahomes? Okay, head-to-head.
1: Head head-to-head, Burrow.
0: Burrow. Because okay. Burrow just, always gets you, the best of Mahomes. If, if Mahomes is playing anybody else, you got Mahomes over Burrow. Yes, yes. Okay, all right. But head-to-head, I, head, head head, I take Burrow. Okay. Um. Then we talked about Pete Alonzo, Saquon Barkley. You said yeah, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is doing so team. much more.
1: Like, not so much. Excuse me. Not so much more for the Mets, but – He's a big reason why we've won so many games. Sure, sure.
0: Um, let's see if we see if they're winning right now. They are losing three nothing right now. Um, yeah. Um, so then we said Madden or 2K. You said 2K. I think it's just because you're better at that. But I'm I'm
1: I don't want to like brag, but <laughs> I will drop anyone off in 2K. I don't I don't care.
0: Okay. Okay. Ashley says Lindor. Yeah. One of our favorite Machinari guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Machina. Favorite players. For sure. Just had a kid. Congrats. Um, and then we went um, Brandon Jacobs or Saquon. I just threw that in there because I know you love Saquon. Brandon Jacobs is just a legend as a running back. Him and Ahmad Bradshaw show had an amazing running I th- back. I think
1: Saquon time. will finish higher all the time than Brandon
0: Jacobs. For sure. I think so too. I think so too. Um, and then I said Eli. I finished it with Eli or Daniel Jones. I, I would take and, Eli. Yeah. Le- like Eli. Be- better production
1: and less money. Trevor says
0: Andy Pettit or Mo.
1: One's a starter, one's a reliever, but I have Rivera higher all time. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I love Andy Pettit though, because I was a lefty. He was awesome to watch. Um Ashley says, "This is a football show. We can't talk baseball. Oh, We can, we can, yeah. We, we can talk WNBA. That if really- okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, we talked about 2K. What did, yeah? So we're talking about this or that now. Um, after after you said that Daniel Jones is not on the higher on a higher trajectory than uh, of Eli Manning, I got a question for you. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer?" absolutely yeah
1: winning winning two super bowls against the goat having 57,000 career passing yards which i believe is top 10 all time um having a higher touchdown to interception ratio making pro bowls um and just seeing the way that he can elevate his team i say absolutely he's a hall of
0: famer yeah That's and i just like the way that he kind of just like yes he didn't throw for 300 yards against like new england in the super bowls but like he wasn't afraid of the New England. Like, they were literally undefeated throughout the entire season. They went undefeated in the playoffs, except for the last game. And Eli was like, I, you could totally be intimidated by that and say, like, shit, like, we don't have a chance against the team. Or you can have your defense star out for you and make the throws that you need to make in the right moments. And in the Super Bowl, I mean, against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, that's really hard to do. And I was, yeah, really impressed. He's got to be a Hall of Famer. He did it again. I feel like – Tom would be so mad. <laughs> yeah, at him. He, he did he the first bad. time, and then two he years later, he was like, "Yeah, run it back." That's unbelievable, and just like takes a lot of heart and grit to go, you know, on the road. Those playoff games were not at home by any means. Um, Matt, Eli's him. Um, we got another one from Trevor: Patriots or Eagles? Oh my like, gosh! Like, That's like, like this year? I guess he's talking all time. I, so all time, I'm gonna go Eagles because <laughs> I'm a Bills fan, and then this year, Eagles. <laughs> But um yeah, are, are we talking this year?
1: Obviously, I'm going Eagles. As much as that yeah. pains me to say, um, all, all time, time
0: unbiased Patriots.
1: Yeah, all time Patriots for sure. Yeah. Yeah. just like that, just like the Belichick era, like goes higher than all of what the Eagles have done.
0: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about like greatest of all time here with Brady and Belichick, and. I don't think the Eagles have anybody that's the greatest of all time, but they have a great. Yeah, like they've had very good of all time, but they haven't had the greatest. Very good of all time, not the greatest of all time. I guess the greatest of all time takes that. Um, so talking about the Giants, and I guess a little bit here, um, because Ashley mentioned, she says that she thinks that Aaron Rodgers is the goat, um, which is cool. Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay. Listen,
1: skill wise, I'm not talking about like accomplishments or anything mm. like that. Yeah. Actual skill, I agree with that.
0: You think Aaron Rodgers skillfully and talent take, like talent wise? You're take
1: take all the accolades away. Yeah. Talent wise, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time. I will agree with that. Yeah, but but um, I have <laughs> I have Tom Brady as a go for sure
0: actually just says who else could play on hard drugs um and that he's sexy i mean listen Aaron Rodgers, he goes into like that mountain phase like he's a mountain man and then he goes out of the mountain man phase and then he's like i'm ready for the first day of school or whatever but like i think right now he's more of like ready for the first day of school at the end of that like packers run he was a scary to look at man it's like for real um, yeah. he, he was just in a dark place I'm, I'm glad for his sanity that he's in, in New York now I'm not scared of him I think he's a 40 year old washed up player but I mean at I, this point I mean, he just won back to back MVPs like two seasons ago I know I just like what I saw <laughs> last year and then with like the Jets it just doesn't like <sighs>
1: I think the Jets have a top defense in the league along with that they have, they three they have a, really, really a really really good
0: team they're really really good team
1: they have, what, Brees Hall coming back week, probably six. Yeah, um, they got Garrett Wilson. And the Garrett guys.
0: Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Alan all of Lazard. The of guys, Lazard and, and Cobb. Is Cobb a Jet? Like, what? Cobb is literally – Cobb is a Jet, too. I think he yeah. brought all of his little friends, right? Yeah, they're they're the, they're the Green Bay Jets the Green Bay Jets, and then on defense, they the New York Jets because that defense with Robert Sala—that's exactly what he envisioned when he came from San Francisco. Um, I think that I think that that's exactly what he wanted to do, and now he has like one of the best defenses in the league, and it's incredible. I, I think his that, Man gold still a Jet. He's not at this
1: point. I think in the regular season, the Jets are still going to finish second in that division behind the Bills. Um, yeah, but. I I can definitely see them making the Super Bowl this year, which is absolutely crazy to say,
0: given how – That being said, we go to the next segment called Better Upside, Jets or Giants. And you just said that the Jets could make the Super Bowl this year, and you're a Giant fan, so this is a tough question, man. It depends
1: on how the Eagles perform. I think that if everything meshes for the Eagles – Hot take, I have them both finishing second in their division in the regular season. I still have the Giants above the Cowboys. Just knowing the nature of the Cowboys, they're not going to be fantastic. I know they just traded for Brandon Cooks from the Texans, which upgraded their wide receiver room a little bit. Um, I don't think that they really made any other drastic changes other than trading for that one receiver. Um, I, I could be, be wrong. Cowboys. Yeah.
0: They also got Stefan Gilmore, who's might be past his like heyday. He's, like, he's past his prime. prime. He's
1: still good, but like
0: he's still good though. And him and Diggs, I like that little duo. Obviously, Diggs gives up a lot of yardage, but well, oh, Gilmore, D-
1: D- I hate Diggs. He's trapped.
0: Okay. No.
1: Oh, I I can intercept the ball thirteen times, but I can allow eighty thousand yards a season. Like that doesn't make yeah. you good. It makes you more lucky that you could
0: just. I think that he, I think that him and Stefan like were receivers. Like back in the day when they were growing up, and then Trayvon was like, "I'll just be a cornerback." So yeah. like he plays the position like a wide receiver. So obviously he's gonna be able to make a lot of plays, you know, on the ball. But but he, he also gets, gets caught yards. It's
1: crazy. Uh, I'm just reading what Trevor said. Um, no way, the Jets are making the Super Bowl. Exactly. Rogers isn't beating out Burrow, Allen. I think he beats out Herbert for sure. I mean,
0: yeah, um, Herbert, still hasn't Her- Herbert
1: literally choked against Trevor Lawrence yeah. who yeah. had four picks in the first half of that game and they
0: still managed to like beat the Chargers. Yep. <laughs> like It was incredible. That game was unbelievable. It just like I thought the Chargers, I think there was like he threw three picks in the first half. I don't even know, maybe it was the first quarter and I was like poor Trevor like it's his first game. And then we're going like we're going out like this, and then you turn it on like yeah, hey, and then
1: all of a sudden, bang!
0: Just <laughs> and just. he started making really good plays too. He was throwing touchdowns to Zay Jones, former Phil. He was throwing touchdowns to Everett Ingram, former Giant, and all of a sudden they just they win it and, and with a field I'm, goal. I'm and also Trevor very has, high. On, I'm, I'm well. also very
1: high on Trevor Lawrence. So yes, yeah, so so. um, back to yeah, what Trevor said. I think. I don't know, because Rodgers has played in the NFC his entire career. So we don't know exactly how well it's going to stack up against Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. The Chiefs' wide receiver room got worse. They lost Juju. I think they lost another big name. Didn't really bring anyone in. They could still bring in D-Hop. If they bring in D-Hop, obviously that just – yeah, and I mean, I've seen, I go ahead. What'd you say? Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, obviously that would be insane to add D hop to Mahomes. Like that's just especially with Kelsey taking like the other being the, I'm also very high on Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a hot take, no disrespect to Tony Gonzalez. I have Travis Kelsey as um, the best. Titan or really something. you do yeah,
0: yeah. i mean it, the way that he's going like at this point people already think he's number one i think at the end of the day he does become a number one tony g is always going to be a top two tight end. though um i was i was looking at this if it loads in um so cook you know dalvin's interested in teaming up with deandre i think that would be un- unbelievable it does kind of remind me of like Kyron and katie when they want to team up but um I can totally see it this makes, happening. And I think it makes sense really for both like, of them completely. to
1: join. Um, it makes sense for both of them to join the Chiefs. I mean, I know that the Chiefs want to develop Pacheco. um, Fantastic running back. What he was able to yeah. do was unbelievable. Um, but if you have a chance to bring in a guy like Dalvin Cook, and obviously the Chiefs have a pretty solid O-line, um, and then adding a top – yeah, went, like, when he plays, like, a top five wide receiver in the league in D-hop, like, it's just insane what potential
0: that team would have. Absolutely. I, th- I mean, you're talking about a Chiefs team that, when you're talking about having players around you, they had Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, by the way, who was un- unbelievable running back when they had him, and Tyreek Hill. They lose two of those three, and then they still win the Super Bowl. With like rookies like Isaiah Pacheco, with rookies like um, Sky Moore, both of whom were making huge plays not in the playoffs. Sky Moore had touchdowns in the Super Bowl. That's unbelievable. I feel like that's just, these guys are not. You always talk about like Super Bowl experience, playoff experience. They had none, and they were just they went in there and they were catching uh, touchdowns from Mahomes. That's unbelievable.
1: And of course, we give up Kadarius Tony, who was fantastic
0: yep. in the playoffs for the Chiefs. It's just yeah.
1: unbelievable. Like I would, yeah. I wish the Giants kept Kadarius Tony. Obviously, the turf didn't help what injuries he was dealing with, but yeah, man, that's that was. I was heartbroken after that trade, just knowing what potential he had.
0: It was, it was, it was tough, just because he wasn't being utilized the right way, um, and. Then obviously when he goes to Kansas, I'm sure you knew it too. When he got traded there, uh, you probably thought oh, he's going to become like one of their top receivers now. And it's just, that's just how it goes because. Yeah. I don't know. No, he was, he was like,
1: like, he was like hurt. And then he got traded to the chiefs and he was like, Oh, I'm not injured anymore. I'm so. not injured anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't
0: want to go to the giants, even though he probably would have been a really nice addition to that offense. He needed to kind of be there at the end for the giants. Cause they would have really used him, but oh. it's unfortunate. Um. Give me just a minute. Um, so, the next segment I have my – my, my,
1: my dad came in.
0: My fault. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> the next segment I have is the top five Super Bowl contenders this season. Um, I think you can start with, like – I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to let you go, but I got my five if you have your five. So,
1: I'll do – you want to just make it easier and do – Six, one from each division.
0: Sure. First answer Trevor's question. Keeb, you said wide receiver core got worse, but Tony full off season sky year two. Adding in Rice, I think they'll be just fine. You just seem to be washed up. Yeah, yeah. No, I think no. At, at the same time, like it doesn't matter as we just saw last year. It didn't even matter. They just win the. Yeah, as long year. as
1: you have Mahomes, like your receiver, your receiving room is gonna be amazing regardless. But. I don't know. Like, Juju, I think, was a big loss. Um, Wait, what do you mean Titans with DeHop? Is DeHop going to the Titans?
0: That's James. He's a Titans fan. He said Titans with DeHop.
1: Yeah, I don't think DeHop would be dumb enough to go to the Titans.
0: I mean, Um, he's not playing with any quarterback. And also, James, I'm sorry, man, but um, he left Tennessee without a deal. I think think that if he's going somewhere, it would be either the Patriots or the Chiefs just because the Pats – have a really important meeting coming up with him, and the Chiefs are just such a good option. Hey, and man, Bills, all I'm, I all I'm saying that.
1: oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Um, okay. All I'm saying is do not sleep on the Giants snagging D-Hop. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on it. Do not sleep on it, bro. N- Nick, was, it was awesome. Nick was clowning me for, like, any time I would mention it. He was like, no, he's coming to the Bills or he's going to the Chiefs. I
0: realize we don't have enough money now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, just wait until the Giants. I want us to resign Saquon first, obviously. Yeah, that's but after we re sign Saquon and if we have enough money, I believe that D Hop will sign with the Giants to be the number one option.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I could see it just because I mean the only issue is that you did bring in a number one in Kenny Galladay that just I mean, I don't even know what to say about the guy. But oh, yeah, guy one touchdown
1: him. in like the last regular season game against the Eagles, like total bullshit. I don't even know what
0: to say about the guy. At least like the ultimate flop of flops. When they acquired him, I thought that he would be an amazing player for them and just like exactly what Jones needed. It was the opposite. Um, really unfortunate. But I, I don't, don't know, think that DeAndre Hopkins to can do that just because of how much success he's had. He's been an all pro. He's been in big playoff games. Kenny Galladay wasn't any of that. You know, he was with yeah. the Lions and Matt Stafford. He made some cool catches. He had some good seasons when they won four to six games. DeAndre has been in those situations. He's had good quarterbacks. I think that wherever he ends up with, with the Alvin cook or without, I think they'll have like a bounce back year. Arizona was not it for him. Like I, I saw that it wouldn't be it, but um I think the Giants would be a really cool addition. I, uh, or I think the Giants getting him would be a cool addition.
1: Yeah. Back to the segment. Uh, so here's yeah. who I have, like, out of every division. Uh, for the AFC West, I have the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you can never count out Mahomes uh, yeah. with any team he's on. Even if you put him on the Texans, they're still winning, like, five or six games, which is f- five or six more than they would this season. Oh, uh, yep.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> um uh, In the AFC East, I have the Jets. I'm sorry. You
0: got the Jets. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh in the NFC East, I have the Eagles, which pains me to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, um I still have some of the Cowboys though. So. Um sure. NFC West, I have the 49ers. Never count out their defense. Really, okay. Never, especially now that they have Trey Lance coming back too, and it's going to be a dogfight between Purdy and Lance for that starting spot. I think that they have tremendous potential for what they can do. Um, in the uh, what? Uh, the Saints are in the NFC South, right?
0: FC South, yeah, with Bucs, Panthers, Saints, Falcons.
1: Yeah, out of that division, saying sweep, in my opinion. That's not really any discussion. I have them making the playoffs this year. And yep. then um, what division am I missing? The AFC South?
0: Um, AFC South, yeah, Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans. Yeah, again, I think that the Jaguars come out of that division again,
1: um, things like that. So between the Chiefs, Jets Jags, Eagles Saints and 49ers I think that it's going to be that's such a diff... oh between the Chiefs and the Jets probably Nathan's in the
0: chat Nathan with the Bears.
1: The I was thinking about. I was thinking about saying yes. the Bears. They just traded for DJ Moore. They have a good defense. Uh, Justin Fields is a animal. Yeah. Um, I think that he's gonna have a very good season. I could see him being a top ten quarterback this season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think my choices between the Chiefs or Jets.
0: Is it really? And you can't. Yeah. You can't decide. Okay. Wow. Because again, you have Mahomes,
1: who's going to go down as the greatest quarterback to ever play the game of football.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. you also have Aaron Rodgers, who he has a chip on his shoulder, and he's on a new team, so he's going to want to perform well, especially in a market like New York.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's either the, he's either going to crumble because like right now with Rodgers, they're they're just they're lobbing they're lobbing softballs at him. Like nothing's happened. They're in OTAs. They're in minicamp nothing's happened he's you know he's come to the minicamp there's nothing wrong yet but once like that first problem happens with like a younger receiver on the team like a Garrett Wilson or um you know anybody like that and he's like oh man like something then they're gonna be like they're gonna eat him alive and I feel like that either that makes a man in New York or it breaks a man you know we've seen it happen so many times countless times where it's made a man you know and Guys have no problem with it. Like we just saw it with with Jalen Brunson, he has no problem with with the media. But then you got you got a guy like, you know, Luke Voigt or uh, Joey Gallo or uh, Julius Randall, and they're like all pissed off all the time. It doesn't work. Um, Zach Wilson it happened again too. So I think Aaron Rodgers is somebody that I really don't know because he can be so dark and weird, but then he can be so jolly and happy and like a nice guy. So I really don't know. He's a really interesting guy. I think he's fit for the Jets. Um, I think at this point in his career he's just trying to get a Super Bowl and get out of there. Um, For me, um, I got the Bills, I got the Bengals, I got the Jags, and I got the Chiefs, which is the same as last year, so I'm being boring. And then I got the – I think I have the Cowboys winning the division, actually, and then I have the Vikings, I have the um, Saints as well, and then I do have the Seahawks. So my top
1: five – I completely forgot about the Bengals. Sorry, Joe Burrow, that's on me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But aren't they they losing Mixon?
0: I don't think it would matter. (laughs) I mean, that's still a
1: pretty big loss, given how good he is as a running back. Yeah.
0: Trevor says Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, 49ers. Nathan says Dolphins, Bengals, Jags, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bears, Um, for me, I guess it would be Chiefs, Eagles, um, Bengals, Bills, and then I'd go with... No one from there. Um, I guess. I guess uh, like the Jets. Yeah, like, honestly, the Jets or the Dolphins. It, the thing about the Dolphins is we haven't talked about them all, all pod, but I think that they could really make some noise. It just all depends on, especially after getting Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, they get Jalen Ramsey. It all depends on how all of that meshes together. If it meshes poorly and Tua's hurt and you can't play anymore and Tyree kills, he just he just uh, the police is like. He's getting a domestic battery charge. Like if that's already an issue with him, like. um, And Skylar
1: Thompson just comes out, balls out.
0: Yeah, like we, yeah, we know that he, like they're a really talented, really quick, really young team. We know that. But I mean, last year they crumbled and they had Skylar Thompson in the playoff game. I mean, like it could either go that way or it can go really well. I haven't seen it go really well just yet with Miami. So I'm not going to put him in that top five, but we have seen Rogers be a really, like really good player. And like one of the greatest of all time. And we've seen the Jets. Be incredible last year before Zach Wilson kind of screwed it up for him and then yeah. they had to kind of go without a quarterback. So, um, I could even think with
1: Zach that, Wilson at quarterback, Garrett Wilson had over a thousand receiving yards like,
0: yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> him and Mike White and Joe Flack, whoever you want to put in quarterback, he was balling. So, um, Nate says that Nixon's really, mad. yeah, I mean, he's said some questionable things, he's kind of lowered his. There, I really like Piran in Cincinnati. I don't think if Nixon leaves or whatever, Piran is a really, really, really nice option.
1: He, he's uh, solid. I like he's him. Solid. Like
0: I'm not gonna say he's like the next Tony Pollard, where he like can just come in and be like a stud. But Piran's good. I think he's good for that team. I don't think that they need anything better than that. Just how how much they have on the outside with Jamar and and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. It's just a lot um, to cover. As I know, because we just lost them, so.
1: Nathan, Cowboys over Eagles is a crazy statement.
0: That is a – I said the same thing. I said the same thing. For some reason on this podcast, we love the Cowboys, and I think we're all going to be wrong, but I just wanted to go with something different. And John, wants it, Yeah, to no.
1: It's, the, the NFC East is going to go Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. That's nah, very possible. You think the Cowboys are third, yeah. And I think that if they are third, McCarthy's out of a job. I mean, I, yeah. think that I mean, they'll, out they'll still
1: probably not. make the wild card, but I think the NFC East, the, the three teams, will make the wild card again.
0: Okay, but if they make the, the
1: division card, winner and then the two wild cards.
0: If they're third place and they make the wild card and they lose in the first round, he's still out of a job. Because I yeah. think Jerry Jones realizes at this point, if you're not going forward, we're kind of just planted here and we're not going anywhere um once he's out of a job the Cowboys are kind of kind of like go this way a little bit just because like now we got to get a new head coach now like what are we doing is Dak the guy so many questions coming to Dallas after this year I think no matter what I don't think they go 13-4 I don't think they make the NFC championship game so I think that when all of that happens yeah they're gonna they're gonna go on a bad trajectory tra- 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 trajectory I mean they
1: really didn't do anything crazy this offseason they got Brandon Cooks Yeah. And, like
0: and like you said, Gilmore, but, like, that, does that really change much? I like what they did um, in the draft. They, they I don't let Skip Bayless really wanted Dalton Kincaid and the Bills stole him, but um, it was Mozzie Smith that they got right after. I was trying to think of his name. Mozzie Smith. I think that um, a lot of people slept on him just because it was like, oh, no, we didn't get the big tight end, right, and they lost Dalton Schultz. We didn't get the big tight end. We got Mozzie Smith. He's actually going to be a really solid player. Um, I think that he, he was kind of a need for them. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he played really, really well for them. And Cooks has a great pickup. Yeah, he's right. Nathan's completely He's right. a great
1: pickup, but does he really change the dynamic of a Cowboys team that's known for choking in big games or not performing up to expectations in the regular season? I don't think that he may, gives them that much elevation to be that much better of a team.
0: Yeah.
1: He's obviously a great pickup. I would love him on the Giants. I wish we traded for him, but it's just like I don't know. I don't think yeah. that he I don't think he puts them in that next tier mm-hmm. to be like a contender.
0: It's a you got like franchise altering moves that like people see and they're like shit. Like this is going to be one of those moves that like kind of catapult us from being a wild card exit to this team can go far in the playoffs. I don't think Brandon Cooks at this stage in his career. I mean, he's been a great receiver. And yet he's been on countless teams. Like, what does yeah. that say about the player? Maybe he's just never a good fit for anybody. Maybe he'll be a good fit for Dallas. But I can honestly – I see it much more going as to he plays decently, they make the wild card, they lose, they get rid of him, and that's it. Yeah. So, if, that, if that's how it goes, then it wasn't the greatest pickup because it didn't really help anything. So
1: I would love Brandon Cooks as a number one for the Giants. Like, we need him, but
0: – Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Giants paid too much for Andy Dalton with bad hands. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah. is, that, is that a shot at Danny? I think it's a shot at Danny, yeah. Um, nah. Daniel Jones. I mean, he did too much, but he still showed a lot more than anybody expected. I mean, he won a playoff game in his first playoff. Daniel but. Jones
1: is easily a top 10 quarterback this year. I don't really care what anyone says. Um I think that it's, as long as the wide receivers perform how they're supposed to, I think that that will elevate Daniel Jones' stats in order for him to be a top-10 quarterback. I think that he'll finish with about – last season he finished with 15 passing touchdowns. I think he'll be more in the 22 to 25 range this year. Yeah. Um, Probably closer to 25.
0: And the thing about Daniel is that he'll – okay, if he's at 22 to 25 – you know how many is he getting on the ground? You know he's going to be like a he's going to be yeah. like a 32 to 35 touchdown score overall with the with the seven to ten he'll have on the ground because he, Dable is turning him into like a little bit of a Josh Allen where he's running those type of plays and Daniels more than ha- happy to oblige. Like he there are all those plays that I saw as a Bills fan last year that the Giants were running and Jones runs them really well. Maybe he doesn't have the same touch on some passes as Josh does. Maybe he doesn't have the same zip on the ball. But if he's able to get out there and, you know, impose his will on defenders, defenders kind of respect that from you as a quarterback. And then, like, things become a little different and guys get open and all of a sudden your offense is, is humming. And I think that that's what we saw last year from the Giants a little later in the year. And I think we continue to see it. I think they're really working hard. Um,
1: I really like that Statue of Liberty play that we ran. Um, yeah. That, that was one of my favorite
0: plays that I've ever seen. I mean, it's unbelievable, and, we, and they ran it in Buffalo, and they run into in New York, and I was like, holy shit, like, D- Dable is just such a magician. He's doing a great thing for him. Um, the last thing that I'm going to go into tonight um, is Zach's top five New York Giants of all time. Um, obviously, we're only 22 years old, so we don't have, like, the, the minds of, like, a 60-year-old who knows back into, like, the older Super Bowl years, but um, who's your top five New York Giants of all time? Number one, undisputed. I've never heard
1: anyone say a different answer, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Absolute defensive animal. There's not really much elaboration that I have to put on that. I think it's just the consensus, best giant of all time, LT. Yep. Um, number two, Eli Manning. I have, again, 57,000 passing yards, top 10 all time in that regard. Um, two Super Bowls against – who everyone considers the GOAT, Um, just absolutely phenomenal. Um, Number three, I have Michael Strahan, uh, who was just recent. I don't even know how long ago it was at this point, but I'm just going to say recently because my mind wants to tell me recently. Inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, Again, one of my favorite football analysts, too, um, but that doesn't regard his playing career. But his playing career is absolutely fantastic. Amazing resume, um, number four. I got Tiki Barber, uh, phenomenal running back. Um, I forget what the stat was, but I think he had like eleven thousand rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Which Tiki Barber? I
0: yeah, I mean he was he was unbelievable, and he was. I think it was he was just shy eleven, just shy of eleven thousand, right? Eleven uh yeah, just shy. He was five hundred shy of eleven thousand. I mean, to get to ten K in your career is unbelievable for Yeah, a as running a running back. back,
1: like that's absolutely absurd. So um, I think Taniki Barber's number four. And then just as an anecdotal kind of number five, because of what he did to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I got Justin Tuck. Um yeah. <laughs> sacked the go, absolute defensive monster, not really anything you could do to guard him or anything like that. So I had Justin Tuck at number five. Again, like I said, I'm 21 years old. I don't know these guys from the 50s and 60s Mm -hmm. and 70s. So I can't really talk about them too much, but I really like Justin Tuck. I'm a big fan, so I have him at number five.
0: Absolutely. And I can agree with most of those. Um, I think that when you talk about, like, the embodiment of Giants football, you're talking about Eli is, like, one of the greatest quarterbacks, right? And you're talking about LT. He's, He's probably the best defensive player of all time um undisputed like in in all of football not just yeah um michael strahan just what can you say right tiki barber these guys are legends and yes just all
1: speak for themselves like
0: yeah the resumes speak for themselves i think there was guys like y.a tittle and you know phil sims they were great right but like did they do the things that the guys that we're talking about here did not exactly you know like not not resume wise so I, I think that these guys are definitely fair to put in the top five you know when you want to talk about maybe top 10 15 you put in those type of guys but it's like a giants you know ring of honor wall of fame so um, I would definitely say that those guys are the top five or that's a definitely a fair fair assessment just to have a
1: thousand well, rushing yards like that's just
0: unbelievable. unbelievable yeah I mean a lot a lot of guys get to that just because you see the reason for that is you see like a thousand yard rushing season. We're talking about Tiki. You see, in a eleven thousand yard rushing or one thousand yard rushing season for a running back, you see like he's going to be in the top five or top six for the um, for the for the year. Eleven thousand means he did that for like ten to eleven seasons.
1: He actually he did, played from the, he played with the Giants from ninety seven to two thousand six.
0: Yeah, that's nine years.
1: Yeah. And that's he's one of only four players in NFL history with 5,000 rushing yards and 5,000 receiving yards.
0: Um, that's unbelievable because now nowadays you're seeing guys like that are four to six years, and it's like, oh, one of the greatest players like of this franchise because he was amazing for four to six years, nine seasons, and, you know, breaking records over well over 10,000 yards for his career. It's really, really impressive. Trevor goes no practical question mark.
1: Hang on. One second.
0: Why <laughs> are you like pulling something out? Yeah. Alex Burris, obviously, one of the one of the greats. You know, caught yeah, that he, amazing. He only played the... with he only played with the Giants for about
1: four seasons, so I can't really put him up there in terms of yeah. greatest Giants. But in terms of wide receivers, he's fantastic.
0: Fair, fair enough, fair enough. And he caught like one of the greatest, you know, most iconic touchdowns in Giants history. In the super bowl you know the first one they beat the patriots with so definitely got to put them in that top 15 20 but um yeah so that's all we have for you guys tonight um it was a great show a lot of nice comments um always enjoyed that kiev the first time you were here hope to get you back on obviously with bite Size, you got shows like the bounce. we're talking the uh, nba offseason a lot of things with the nba finals just ended but you know we're right back into it with the offseason I'm um, to talk NBA
1: end- offseason if you want.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and we're talking about, you know, bite, uh, biting early. We got early shows. And then on the weekend, we got shows that, that Johnny and Trevor and all these guys, another damn fantasy podcast, talking fantasy and just getting us ready for the 23 season. So thank you guys all. And Keith, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, on here.
1: here. I really appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys later. Peace.